Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. It is December now. When you're hearing this, it's December. December 2nd. Yes. Finally. Yeah, you ready? I'm ready. Listen, I like Christmas. I like the holidays. Um, even even if I'm struggling and I'm down, there's aspects of it that I that I always appreciate. Of course, the incarnation, the gospel. But there's there's there's, there's I like how you put that like as an aside. Yeah. Of course, these things. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Jesus and all this stuff. Um, what I'm what I'm saying is like there 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 is for me always a melancholy aspect to the holidays, in the best of times, because I don't think I've ever been able, and I think most people, right. Um, can't really work through the holidays without there being some sort of comparison to the brokenness and the neediness of the world or in our own lives and the joy of this season. Now, some people, of course, are just so afflicted. They're so they're so beaten up that they, they don't find much joy at all during this time mm-hmm. of year. But I think even for those that do, there is, you know, there's a, there's a, there is a, an element of darkness and sadness that, uh, that the Christmas season, I think, addresses. Whether you're looking at those old stories, movies, there's elements of sadness and, yeah, and discouragement yeah. and darkness, as well as light, you know. So, you know, it's not it's not all well, okay. Like for example. Oh. For 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 example. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna try to guess the movie. Okay. Cause it's gonna be a movie. Am I right? It'll be a couple movies, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, hold on. I'm trying to think. No, no, okay, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of like Christmas theme. Okay. But a true Christmas movie, like people would recognize, true Christmas. Oh, movie. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, maybe uh, this. It's a Wonderful Life. No. no. Elf. Come on. Uh, lethal Weapon. Like just come on. All right. So anyway. All right. Lethal Weapon. Okay, no. <laughs> is it? <laughs> in in uh in, in in Lethal Weapon. Oh, it is. There okay. is uh, Peter McAllister. Okay. Is he- the villain. Yep. Peter McAllister. Sound familiar? Uh, Peter McAllister? Mm-hmm. Home Alone Kid? Home Alone Dad. Same name. Ooh. Peter McAllister. Mind blown. Mm-hmm. Mm. Darkness and light. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a stretch. Oh, that, is, that is a okay, stretch. I don't know how you figure that. How, how do you figure that? Just because it's the same name. Yeah, uh, 1987, mm-hmm. Peter McAllister, bad guy, quote unquote, dies. But then in like 91 or whenever Home Alone comes out, there's Peter McAllister. There he is again. In witness protection with his family. Huh. Abandoning his son because he doesn't care. Who directed and who? who's the writer? <gasps> okay, well, the first lethal weapon was Shane Black, if I'm not mistaken. I what? don't know the writer of Home Alone. Google it. Nobody's going to care. No, I want to care because if it's Shane Black. It's not. It's not. No, I, for a fact, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, no, then. Because no, I, I, know, I know Shane Black. Uh, Lethal. Because I was say, if it is a save, that, no, that's sorry. amazing. Home Alone. Sorry. Home Alone Rider. All right, the, the, John Hughes, of course. Yeah, duh. Now that makes sense. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, well, that was amazing pod. Thanks, Joey. Yeah. Well, I stole it from uh, Confused Breakfast. They brought that up. I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have drawn that connection. They were talking about Lethal Weapon, and they were like Peter McCall. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, 
same name. I was like, oh, hmm, <laughs> what do you know? Let me go ahead and steal their content yeah. from mine. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, no, I like I like Chris Man. I'm playing the music. Yeah. Doing the whole thing. Nice. Getting into the, getting into the, I'll be honest, the last few years, I've been so, I don't know, busy, distracted, whatever. I, I haven't gotten the Christmas vibe personally. I'm going to get it this year. I'm getting the Christmas vibe. You're going to force yourself to get it. I will force the feels. That's what it is. Force the feels? Force the Christmas feels. I'm pretty sure some guys go to jail for that. No, no. I mean, not this guy. Not this guy? Mm, not this guy. All no, right. No. No, because I, mean, I just want to have those, you know, like those Christmas tingles, you know? You know, like you hear the songs and, you know, it's well, like all the... Yeah. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're surprised? Well, because all year round, you're mm-hmm. the Grinch. Yes. And then for one month... What happens to the Grinch, son? <laughs> the, yes. the Grinch's heart grew 10 that's times too right. large. That's right. That's a little too much. That's a little... Let's <laughs> not get carried away. <laughs> I, I, I ain't going that far. And then you're, are you telling me like January 1st at like... Oh, no, it's gone. No, listen. I we, we like to put the tree up early. We've had a tree up on our back porch for, for a while now. We're recording this before Thanksgiving. Why? why? How long's a while? I don't know. A week or two. Why? Because it's an outdoor fake tree. Just put it up with the lights on it, man. It looks nice. Ah, fake. But Got we get it. the real tree, put that up. We go right after Thanksgiving, we get that sucker. We And we would do it before, but most Christmas tree places don't like to sell them. Or, you know, so mm. you can't cut them down. Most of them don't like you to get in there early. Uh, so yeah, I would I would put it up November 1. Wait, I'm, they don't like you getting it early? Nope. nope. In fact, most Christmas tree farms- People, let, people must hate- Making money early. Yeah, I don't know what the rationale I is. I really hate making money. Yeah, there's, there's a reason. You know what? You're, you're This is crazy. Yeah, well, talk to them. Crazy. Because uh, we had to talk our way in one year. For early. what? I don't understand yeah, nope, it. Don't sell. Nope, not, no, we're not doing it. Till, is it like, uh, is it union? No. Is it union? I, could, <laughs> I, I shouldn't say no, because like, I really don't know. Because like, I'm fairly Google, sure. Google, Christmas tree union. Is there a, a Christmas, Christmas tree union? Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. Christmas Tree Farm Union. Union. Okay. Uh, Christmas Tree Farm Union. Uh, what is the median pay for a Christmas tree farmer? <laughs> no, oh, there's, there's no, no, that's not the same. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, from $18,000 to $57,000 a year, median salary $44,000 for a Christmas tree farmer. So $22 an hour? It's not bad if that's all you're doing. You know, mm. it's not bad. You know what you like to do? What's that? We get our we get our Christmas tree, uh-huh. and uh, we go there, and we either cut it down, or if we don't have time, we just pick one of the ones you go, at the farm. You go to the this one out here over on uh, out west. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kuipers. Yeah, yep. it's where we've gone a lot most of the time. So we're gonna, but like uh, it's and again, it's not. You know, we tip ridiculous for the guy that like yeah. wraps our tree yeah, yeah, like stupid because it's a, it's a gift we, yeah, we yeah, consider this yeah. as a gift we yeah. always try to tip well yeah here comes the is, flex yeah and it's not a flex here it's comes we, the flex we want these first of all these guys are out in the cold mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know how much they're making i don't think it's a lot twenty dollars an hour they're hustling no no those are the farmers these are the guys that have hired hands fifteen dollars an hour probably not in biden's world but <laughs> yeah we i we like that we're like Boom. So we give him like a thousand dollars. Okay, maybe not. 
<laughs> but we do. We, we give take nice. a take a zero off. Yeah, we, that's about right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which still is, is extremely no, generous. But like just something like like because wow. Yeah, it's nice. Thank you for making all of us feel horrible with our $20, $40 gifts. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe you have more kids than we do. And, you know, I mean, so you give it to each of the guys? No, usually, there's, one, there's one guy that deals with the tree. Yeah, so there's sometimes two. No, these are, no. Now, I've been to Kuiper's. I get two. I've been going for years. Yeah, and yeah and same. There's one guy, the primary guy. He might get some help. Years. There's one guy. Exactly. And yeah. so I take care of both of them. No, there's one guy. I take care of both. Uh, well, yeah. I'm equal opportunity. I'm so, so here, so here you taking are. care of the one? And he can share it, and it's still probably better than your fifteen dollar tip. And oh, never! How dare you? <laughs> Secondly, I know how Jimmy tips. Jimmy does not. Jimmy's not cheap. Secondly, mm-hmm. you're giving it to the farmer guy who's making more money than the other guys. And I go right to the owner. I go, by the way, <laughs> I go, hey man, nice trees. Do, do what you want with this, mm-hmm. as you yeah. as you will, whatever, sir. Whatever you want, baby. All right. Hey, listen. Um, we got some. We got some emails in. All right. We got some emails, and uh, I thought we, we should probably answer a couple of these. All right. Let's so, avoid names because I'm not 100 percent sure. So, new pastor. That's the subject of the email. New pastor. I'd like to stay anonymous if you are to answer this. Okay. All right. So Steve McCoy writes. Yes. Shh, don't say that. I've been a longtime member at a church in my community. Midway through last year, our pastor was called to a new church. Albies, he left you. Go ahead. He was a great shepherd. Great teaching. We have now brought in a new pastor. He is a very nice guy. Uh-oh. Personal, good teacher. Oh. When you start with, yeah, he's, he's a very, very nice. nice guy. So everybody loves this guy. Everybody. He's, he's gold. He's he's fantastic. Heart of gold. He, but you know, he he was that he doesn't put but he was uh he's a very nice guy, personal, good teacher. He was a professor for many years and had not led a church in many years. I've heard rumblings from other members. And have, you know, hey, oh, I've felt a similar feeling. Okay. <laughs> so some are complaining. You're vibing with that. That I'm just not oh, feeling f- it. Not feeling it. I think he's a great man, and he definitely has a heart for the Lord. If I were in his class, I think he'd make a great professor. To me, it just doesn't carry over to sermons. So preaching is the issue here. I hope this makes sense. What would you guys recommend? I recommend you repent. A new heart? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm how, so sorry, how Steve. How dare you come against God's anointed? <laughs> but, but but listen. All right. We, there we, is there is a difference you. though. There, yeah. There is a difference between someone teaching in an academic sense and someone preaching in the local church. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And there are some guys who are so there are some professors who are naturally um, oriented to a kind of energetic teaching that would translate to preaching better than others. Yeah, and some are more lecture. Ori- so, so like okay, like, like Dr. Quiggle, right? Yeah, Dr. Quiggle. I could tell as I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, this is a class. Yeah, like I I know like if you don't know, we had in a church history professor come in to lead us uh, to correct. preach. For now us. he definitely pointed to the gospel. Oh yeah, he definitely pointed to the gospel. He hit the gospel, uh, but I I I can you know tell. Having been in classes, having gone through, you know, uh, um, lectures mm-hmm. and sitting other under preaching, like there is a difference. Yeah. And and like you said, he did it well. He did it so well that people didn't feel like they were in a lecture. Yeah. And also because it's it's a one off. Correct. It, it's also it's a kind of fun. Like, oh, this is a different, it's a novelty. Yeah. It's a different way. Of, and, his, of a, and his name is Dr. Quiggle. Yeah. Everybody called him like Quigley. Quibble, kibble, they, they called them all kinds of stuff. Um, so yeah, I'll tell you this, like I'm not a fan of all of his theology, um, but- Why do you feel the need to No, not that? Quiggle, I'm talking about somebody else. Oh. No, Quiggle, no, I like. Uh, uh, 
Bruce Ware. I had Bruce Ware uh, in seminary. And so we disagreed on a number of things, right? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, some of his Trinity stuff, I'm not a fan of, whatever. But Homeboy is energetic, enthusiastic. When he is teaching, this is a guy who believes it who is excited about it. Mm -hmm. It's in his lectures. Like he's electric when he's teaching. He's yeah. one of those guys. So I would imagine if you plug him into a service somewhere, that's going to come out more readily than some teachers who are just more lecture oriented. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I had a professor that I, I quite, I loved his classes. I, they were just chock full of just chock full, chock full at Judson at Judson. Of, <clears throat> uh, of, of just of something. Truth Oh, oh, wow. I don't Dang, know. dude. Why are you such hate that Judson so much? guys over there, man? I don't know what you got going on. First of all, there were. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> mm. I know. But there are also some very solid guys over there. Too. Solid guys. But it actually, you know, and here, you know what? I'm going to throw this out there for uh, for people that are like Joe that like the echo chamber. Actually, never mind. You went to Moody. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking but about the wrong is, guy. So you understand. Yeah. You understand the benefit. Oh, no. For a, Listen. Some of y'all don't need to go to a reformed school. You're, if you're, especially if you're well acquainted, thoroughly reformed, and you understand. Yeah, yeah. You benefit from going to a place where you got to fight. Yeah, you got to fight. You got to fight for that grade, mm -hmm. and then fight, even fight for the truth. Yeah, yeah, and the grade. Yeah, you got to uh, fight. For I never that. cared about the grade. Uh, I, I still cared for that grade. Nah, didn't bother me. It bothered me. Mm. But uh, I'd still like to compare GPAs. We'll do it after. What was yours? I don't know. I have to look it up. Really? Yeah. If you don't know it offhand, you didn't do very well. I just didn't care. No, you didn't do very well. I got A's and B's, mostly A's. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. But yeah. one of us didn't care. Uh, one of uh, us. One of us skipped a lot of classes to go watch movies at Tinseltown. Yeah, and <laughs> what Tinseltown? You weren't over here. No, Tinseltown in uh, Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the one over here in Aurora. Mm -hmm. No, I ain't going to that one. You I mean, hey, get shot at that yeah, one. Listen, hey, and, and one of us, yeah, <laughs> and one of us needed Russ Moore to get us our diploma. First of all, Russ Moore helped me with a. Two credit class. Oh, nonetheless, it must have been nice. Your privilege must yes. have really helped no, you. No, yeah, he never would have helped me if I wasn't a, a miniature person like him. Oh, yeah. that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Didn't know where I was going, did you? Nope. But anyways, I love this professor. I loved his classes. What was good I, about him? Um, very well thought out. It was very, yeah, very well thought out. I mean, he had a cadence, but it wasn't a preaching cadence. Yeah. Um, he had a, a bit of a Southern drawl, which kind of drew in. Mm, negative. Go but, ahead. It was more that he always looked at here's how everything connected, mm -hmm. but it, but he never presented it like here's the view you should have. He'd say, here's what it says, here's what historically reconcile that. Yeah, here's how people have interpreted it. Correct. Yeah, I think the best professors don't just tell you what to think; they teach you how to think. Right. That's it. Yeah, Kugel like, did that. Here's yeah. you know look at these. Here's the you know. Four different views on mm -hmm. it, like not doing using the four views, yeah, but yeah, you know what I mean. Same thing, though. It's good. But and and so, all right. Now, you you know, I disagree with maybe one of your you know your position, but can you back that up? Yeah. Like, Let's, oh, you backed it up. Great. Yeah. Fi fig figure it out, right? Figure it out and and try to be ruthlessly biblical. So this guy has a as a new pastor, and listen. So he's nice, he's personal, and he's a good teacher. So he's communicating truth. But there's something about his preaching that isn't landing, and you're having trouble with it, and some people are having trouble with it, and they're talking about it. So there's a couple of things to deal with here. Ooh, on, I'll let you deal with that stuff. Go on the front end. Uh, 
it's way too early to be having any feelings about yes. any of this. You got to give people time. Yes. Uh, find, he needs to find his preaching voice. Yeah. And listen, if he hasn't been preaching regularly, that's going to take some time. He It will develop. It that's That will come more and more online. Also, um, you're like, gonna, I don't think I found my preaching voice till this year. Yeah, when you copied mine. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> I noticed you really found your voice when you just gave up and started preaching like me. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's giving me the look of death. You know, Joey, mm-hmm. there's so many things I love about you. Yeah. And there are other things. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, let me just say, I, I, I want to say this. I oh. want to be really, I want to be really oh, clear. Here we okay? go. No, no. You're, you're a nice doing, guy. You're doing You're personal. It. Here it comes. You're a very good teacher. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> you just didn't realize what I was doing. <laughs> it took me a moment. I'm like, I looked down. I'm like, oh, there it is. Bro, you are a very good teacher, a very good preacher. Um, that's why you preach at places, not just here. Like, I know, so, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're I'm just saying it takes a while. It does. It, it, takes, it took if, me it, year, it took years. When to, you're not regularly doing it, yep. right, it's going to take longer. It took me years regularly doing it to find my voice, I yeah. would say. It really did. And when I finally got comfortable with communicating the way that I communicate, yes. then my preaching was better. So number, keep that in mind. Number two, even if he was great, you're still going to compare him and not like him as much as your previous guy. That's just going to be a thing. That's a fact. You just you got it. So be slow. Don't don't move too quickly. Okay. Third, who's talking mm. and what are they saying? Because mm. this could be a problem. That, that sounds like a little gossip. It gossip. could be gossip. Now, if somebody's just going, yeah, man, I really like this guy. Yeah, I'm struggling with kind of vibing with his preaching. But, you know, okay, that's not gossip. That's just talking. But that can very easily become gossip, murmuring. Uh, you know, yeah. Mm, mm. Just be careful. Mm. Be careful with that, and be an advocate for your guy. He is your pastor, so be an advocate. Yeah. Um, but now, it listen. Uh, if the congregation or if a member of the congregation thinks there is a real problem with something that's happening in ministry, then you should go and talk to your leaders about it and yeah. a- and ask him about it. it. Listen, and there's a way to do that, that, listen, if I had a real problem with, let's just say I was in a church and, and we lost our pastor because he abandoned us to go to some awesome, like cool church somewhere else. And then we got this new guy in and he was a professor and he was a little dry. Let's just, I'm just throwing that in there. Um, then I would want to talk to him and I would be like, hey, listen, man, so grateful. And I would say everything you said, man, you're obviously a good teacher, really benefit from what you're doing. But um, how do you, like, I'm struggling to connect with some of your preaching style. And I'm wondering, like, um, like, what's your view of preaching style? Like, you could talk to you. There's ways to talk about it that might be a little uncomfortable, but it doesn't have to be adversarial. And I think I want to touch again, just something hit me here that uh, I think is is really important that Joe said. Like, Give the guy time, but yeah. be extremely gracious with this man. Because look at the timeline of this. Halfway through last year in the pandemic, your your pastor left, went to a different church. I don't know what's going on at your church, but somehow, some way, he yeah. was feeling the need to yeah. that feeling and and feeling the call to leave. Mm-hmm. Right? That that communicates something. This guy was a college professor for how many years, and now being brought into the local church assembly. With everything going on, a lot of people have left their in, their jobs at institutions. Yeah, right. Whether they were let go because of financial instability, or whether um, 
maybe this is an individual that didn't want to, wasn't going to go with some of the new programs or directions, depending on what school it was, uh, yeah. for what they were going to, you know, require of their staff to sign off or be a part of. Right? And this is a risk for him and to transition a- to a new vocation and a church. Yes. That's a risk. That's a risk. No and guarantee so- that church is going to be able to support him in a couple of years. So give a bit of grace here because, you know, this individual has uprooted and changed a, a bit of a trajectory. So for a number of people that go off, to, there's a track. There's a like, thought of, okay, I'm going to go into the local church assembly, and so I'm going to be focusing on this area of study. Right. And then others that do have this sense of, like, I'm looking at full-time academic vocation. And that's a different track. That's a different skill set that's learned, in, you know, uh, as, they're, as they're studying. So this person has, has for whatever re- reason, made a shift. And it might have been a shift that they sense God calling them to, or they may have sensed this is where God is, like, forcing me into mm-hmm. yeah patience is going to be paramount here you you need to be patient with this guy with your church's transition it's big bringing on a new preaching pastor lead pastor senior pastor uh means a lot it, yeah. it has a lot of implications and 2021 adds a bit more to, or sorry yeah. 2020 adds a, a lot to that yeah this is uh this is the worst time yeah <laughs> it's not a great time put it that way to to be the new guy at a church uh that, so listen man it's okay to 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 not be vibing with his preaching but uh here's here's my advice to people when you're not vibing with your preacher keep your bible open track with him but as he's preaching, make sure you're focused on the text. Dive deep into the text. You know, be sure to be applying it to yourself. Be a good listener. You know, it doesn't matter how good a preacher is. If you're not a good listener, you're not going to benefit from it. Yeah. So listen, yeah, yeah. take it in, uh, you know, take notes, draw, draw your own applications. If you're not finding enough specific application for you. And then in time, I think this is what Jimmy was getting at. Give him time. But in time, if it needs to be addressed, then gently, kindly, graciously, ask yeah. ask about like you know how are you you know because listen i'm trying to think of like how somebody would ask me and i would rather them just be direct i would, I would rather them go hey i'm having a hard time tracking because you're, you're preaching while has good content it's not hitting me or it's not helping me in these particular ways if it's just like i don't like it that's not helpful but if yeah. you say like i'm not seeing the connection to my life then that's a directive that they can respond to. Yep. Or if like I'm not seeing how this connects to the gospel, there you go. Um, so give some specific, in time, give some specific feedback that the person can actually respond to, not just a general, hmm, hmm. not feeling it. Meh. All right. Want to do one more? Yeah, well, I'm going to say his name. All right. Not sure. Uh, first time going to a church. Oh. Hey, Jimmy and Joe. Ordered by. That's not important. I'm going to read it. Okay, fine. So, hey, Jimmy and Joe. I should have cut that out. Ordered by importance. Mm, He's been spelled impotence, but go ahead. (laughs) What is wrong with you? I have recently started visiting churches because the church I was going to made it clear that Calvinist reform thinking is not accepted or wanted. Okay. I visited church with about 100 people and it was looking really good. Nice. The whole service was focused around scripture. The songs were, uh, were great scriptures based songs. The sermon was a great sermon. He huh. preached on Colossians 3, 2021, and he did a great job expositing the scripture and showing the gospel of the Christ through it. Wait. Gospel of Christ through it. Nice. And they also did Lord's Supper, and it was done, it was well done and scripture based. Sweet. Hey, thanks for writing in, man. Good word. <laughs> now comes a concern. Oh. oh. I hold the belief that when visiting a church for the very first time, only on the first time, a person slash family should not initiate conversation. <laughs> 
Okay. They should allow the body to come and welcome them. After the service, I sat in my seat. Oh, wait, is there a second page? Yep. Oh, hold on. Sat in my seat. Uh, hold on, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> I sat in my seat for five minutes, mm-hmm. and for five minutes, no one talked to me or even acknowledged me. Not even a hi or a nod. So I got up and left. I understand that I'm a single 31-year-old man. I do not expect a woman to walk up and talk to me, but there were plenty of men that could have. Question number one. Am I wrong? Should I have, on the very first visit, sought out conversation? Should I have sat around longer? Question two. Should I go back since everything else was great and give them another shot? Question three. Should I call the pastor and let him know my experience? My concern is that a non-believer would come and have this experience and leave to spread the word that this is not a welcoming church. Very good questions. Really great email. Thank you for sending this, Steve McCoy. All right, so question number one. You know what? Nah, in the spirit of the church you went to, we're not even going to acknowledge it. Acknowledge what? This message. We're done. I'm going to go ahead and hit the button here. Okay, we're out. Bye. Bye. Go ahead. See you. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, Doctrine and Devotion. <laughs> <laughs> We're so dumb. <laughs> All right. So, listen, you have developed some sort of uh, standard, right? Um, you say in here. I mean, I believe we can call this extra biblical standard. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be mean, dude, but like you invented sort of a, th- a, a thing where. Um, you know, I you, I hold to the belief. You should not hold. You should not hold to this belief. I'll tell you right now. You should not hold to this belief. I I hold to the belief. Where did this belief come from? Not from scripture. That's for sure. I hold to the belief that when visiting a church for the very first time, only on the first time, a person should not initiate conversation. I'm sorry, dude. I appreciate so much of what you've had your questions in here. That is a silly conviction to hold. Yeah. Now listen, I agree. People should be coming to you. Mm-hmm. They should be reaching out to you. They should be welcoming you. But for you to not initiate conversation is in no way a biblical concept. Um, so, yes, they should be welcoming you. They should approach you. Men and women, by the way, uh, just because you're a single dude doesn't mean women shouldn't come. Women should feel free to come and talk to you, and it should not be a weird thing. There's nothing weird or suggestive about that. But, um, yes, I think you should have sought out conversation. Uh, I don't think you should have sat around longer. I think you should have sought out conversation. Introduce yourself. Because here's the reality. People are weird. People are fickle. And congregations are different. And some people, and here's how it has, it's a church of, of 100. So there is a concern that I would have. A church of 100 usually knows we're small, so um, we know if people are being greeted or not. Like, you know, you, it, the pastor should have greeted you. Church of 100? No excuse for a pastor not to come up and say, hey, unless he's clearly tied up with somebody else and just didn't get the chance. Yeah. Um, so there could be, I guess there could be an excuse. But the point being, like, you should have been greeted absolutely. You should have been welcomed. Somebody should have been, hey, man, is it, how long have you been coming? Is this your first yeah. time? Oh, that's normal. Uh, but your sort of litmus test, uh, I don't buy it. Yeah, you need to be like Elsa and let it go. Wait a minute. I don't know about that. Yeah. Let it go. I don't, I don't know about that. Let it go go yeah i think there were some questionable things in that i'm not sure what are you I, don't, about? I don't know i don't know i don't know I, i've seen some conspiracy youtube videos about it about i mean I'll, I'll stay out of it i don't know i'm just saying like okay. the wind is howling like in the swirling storm inside okay well you're holding on to this conviction i, I you yeah. couldn't keep it in and you know heaven knows you tried yeah but then like she doesn't say kill people but, just, but you know what you are no no but you are saying here writer you know don't let them in don't let them see be the quiet boy Sitting on your seat. 
You're so Conceal, happy. don't feel, don't let them know. Well, now they'll know because they're going to go let the pastor know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, question number one. Yeah, man. <laughs> listen. Be and here and here's the thing. And I'm again, I, I'm with you. They 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 should have reached out. Like that's absolutely. That, that, that's a weird thing, especially. The problem is, is in a big church, everybody thinks somebody else is taking care of it, which is not good. But in a small church, you know, that you should, it's kind of, you're going to stick out. Yeah. And, and, and so here's where I, you know, we both want to acknowledge this, right? Like it is weird. It is weird that someone didn't say something. Mm. And so I'm going to jump down to three, right? I think at some point, I do think yes. it's actually healthy to talk to the pastor. Say, 100%. Just so you know, like my first experience, this is what I experienced. Yep. Right. Because I don't think I've I can't think of a church that I've gone to of 100 or less. I actually get like I'm almost I have to prepare myself. I'm like, I know someone's going to come talk to me. I don't want anybody to talk to me. I'm like, oh, you know, it's like, it's like I'm on vacation. I'm kind of here just kind of thinking, like, but I know someone's going to talk to me. But you know, I prepare myself for it, like, because I don't want to be I don't want to have like the resting Baptist face. I don't yeah. want to be cold. All, you know, like so I have to prepare myself knowing, all right, someone's going to come say something to me. Right. And when it doesn't happen, it is a little weird. Jen and I, we visited large churches on a number of occasions, and nobody says boo to us. Yeah. Uh, but we go to a small church, generally speaking, people are like, hey. Yeah. So, so you're right. It is, yeah. it is a little weird. It, it, I think that is helpful feedback. Yeah. Pastors want to know this. Listen, I ask every newcomer. Um, and it, I, one of the places I do this is at our newcomers lunch. We have mm-hmm. a newcomers lunch. We, so newcomers are invited. We have catered food. It's a good time. It's lots of fun. Uh, they, everybody enjoys it. It's a really good time. And um, one of the things I ask is how many of you felt warmly welcomed? Show of hands. Nice. By our people. Nice. Be honest. Yep. Right? Did anybody feel like you were ignored or did nobody approach you? And sometimes they get the hands up. And I'm like, okay, well, listen, first of all, let me apologize. I am so sorry that you felt neglected. I'm so Mm. sorry that nobody reached out to you. We actually push our people to do this. And normally we don't even have to push because our people want to to meet new people. Somehow you were neglected. I apologize. And we will make an effort Mm -hmm. to encourage our people to be reaching out. That's a, it's a really good thing. Now here's the truth. Sometimes I'm not saying this is you homeboy, but sometimes people have a face they have a puss on. Oh, yeah. No, I try not to have it because yeah. I know I'll have it. Well, look, I know yeah. I'm going to have it. Listen, and both of us have strikes against us walking into a church. Wait, with the beard, you got long hair. Yeah. And if we're not smiling, eh. and it, No, and you shouldn't be smiling. Oh, I'm sorry. Why shouldn't I smile? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's wrong with my smile? I'm just so sorry. What's wrong? I don't understand. The meth mouth it oh, is first, off-putting. So, first of all, I never so smile. Sorry. I smile. I never <laughs> smile with my teeth. I never smiled. I was so like, sorry. Mm, mm. <laughs> Lips closed. My whole that's life. Even, that's my, even weirder. No, but no, no. A, that's my smile. Does it creepy? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, okay, okay. You look like it. Okay. Oh. Hey, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so listen. Honestly, some people don't want to approach people because you look like you're in a bad mood and mm-hmm. that's not you, but sometimes there's still no excuse. It doesn't no, no. matter. People still need to approach. Yeah. It. Yeah. All no, right. No. So. And I'm um, sorry, Joey. You don't have meth mouth. I, I, I'm the one that coined the phrase for myself, meth mouth. So I know <laughs> I've got it. You know what? You know what the other day? So you ever hear of, you ever hear of purple shampoo? What? Purple shampoo. No. Purple shampoo is a thing that girls use. Um, well, I'm sure dudes use it too. But uh, basically, if you've got like, uh, I don't know, what kind of hair? Anyways, you put this purple shampoo in and it makes it lighter. It makes it more blonde. And if you have blonde hair, it makes it really blonde. Something UV rays, I don't understand it. But there's this new thing that to do with this purple stuff that you put on your teeth and it makes them white. 
So it's like a whitening treatment, right? Hmm. And so I sent it to Jen, and I send stuff to Jen all the time. I'm like, hey, you know, look at this. This would be good. I might like this. And she'd be like, yeah, put it on your Christmas list. Or I'm like, hey, what about this? Oh, this looks kind of good. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, not right now. So I sent her this teeth whitening thing. I'm like, hey, what about this? And she's like, get that. <laughs> Dude. In, <laughs> I in, smoke a lot of cigars. I drink a lot of coffee. Bro, mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, like, I was like, I'm thinking what she might say. Yeah. And I was actually thinking she was going to say it's too expensive. Nope. No, she was like, get that. No, no, no. Like, too expensive because the amount that you got to use per tooth. <laughs> well, thankfully, I only have three teeth. The, the, so that, that's the upside. The tooth to tube ratio is too much. <laughs> it would be. No, the other way, tube to tooth ratio. That's what I thought you said. I said teeth to tube. No, no, no. Tube to tooth ratio. It would be, but I actually do have holes. I have missing teeth. I'm 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 a trainer. Do I'm telling you, activated charcoal. Yeah, we I've used the activated charcoal. We've used all that. Love it. Yeah, it's fine. I need get, listen. Hey. I don't get. I don't have any cavities. I don't have any problems yeah, with my get teeth. Get that burst toothbrush. Fantastic. I, I, I want the purple paste. Get That's what fine, I but still get the burst okay. toothbrush. It's actually really good. Okay. Well, then uh, you know what to get me for Christmas. Wait, what? You know what I'm getting you for Christmas? Should I say? Uh, did you tell me? Yep. You told Before me? Before we started recording. Oh. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah, can't say it. Okay. So anyways, all right. Question number two. Should I go back since everything else was great and give them another chance? Heck yes. 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 Dude, are you kidding me? Look at what you said about this church. Yep. It's fantastic. Go. What? The, bro, people have people have bad experiences first time. Maybe you just, just in God's providence. Like people just didn't take the initiative. I don't know what Honestly, happened. you know what? I'm going to say in God's providence, he's teaching you a lesson. Yeah, for sure. He's teaching you like like to let go of of this idea that you've had and mm-hmm. that you've placed upon others. That is, I mean, it's silly. Yeah, it, it's silly. Yeah, don't 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 do that. And here's the thing. Okay, so maybe this was an off day for them. Yeah, or maybe they're not a very welcoming church. Yeah. Okay, then guess what? You can be the beginning of change Boom. by going, "Hey, pastor, Boom. So just I love this church. I'm all in." You guys are, this is great. I love everything. I want to get to know more. But, just got to say. Just so you know, first day. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody smiling at me. Yeah, yeah. But, but don't don't lead off with your rule, though. Don't tell them your no, rule. Drop the rule. Drop the rule. Don't your tell rule, the rule. I'll, your rule's lame. Yeah, don't, don't, don't say the rule. You could say, hey, you know, my first time here, this was my experience. Eh. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I can't say your name. Um, I have, I have uh, beliefs that I hold. There are beliefs that I hold. I believe oh. men shouldn't wear short pants out in public uh, unless they're, you know, working out. Well, don't do that. Joey will not allow short pants on stage. That not, well, first of all, I don't, I can't not allow things, but I do, I, I do tell people. He does not, not do allow it. it. I don't like men wearing shorts on stage. And if no. you're wearing sandals on stage, it's gross. It's a twofer. Ain't nobody want to see your nasty Fred Flintstone <laughs> feet up there. Women, it's fine. Dudes' feet, is the, even women's feet are kind of gross. The point is, Joey, <laughs> cover up. That's what I'm saying. But I would never actually expect people to embrace no, my correct. weird view. I have a weird view. Correct. I like my view. Yep. You I know fight, it's, you I, fight for your view. I know it's my view, though. <laughs> yeah, but also you do ham it up a little bit. Of course, I do for the yes. bit. Yes, like no, we, no, have, no. we have good bits. Yeah, no, I listen. There's a whole. I I went on, on from the pulpit. I pulled one of those um, Stephen Anderson rants where I joked about people wearing short pants on stage, and uh, Brian has the audio clip. 
Maybe he'll oh, send it to that'd us. That'd be great. Um, so yeah, but people know how to go on. Yeah, serious. Like, but man, go back, go back, go back. Please that, go back. Sounds like a great church. It sounds like man. a fantastic church, and I think one that you really fit in well with. Yeah, man. Listen, a church, by the way, I'll take a church of a hundred over a church of a thousand, nine out of ten times. Nine out of ten times, just based on the numbers, I would rather be in a church of a hundred than a church of a thousand. Yeah, absolutely. And if it's got good preaching, if it's got good teaching, if, if it's got good singing, if they're doing the Lord's Supper, they're doing it all. Okay, man, that's pretty great. Stick around. Damn, man, make it. And every every member, every person in the congregation contributes to the health of the body with their spiritual mm. gifts. Use your spiritual gifts to help that body come along. Good email, good question. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can send up for the email blast over the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. I can't believe you called me meth mouth. We got that fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. My people struggle with dental health. Okay, I'm just going to say. What do you mean your people? Irish people. We've also got that all access exclusive content. We got Banter Truth on Tuesday, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head Gum on disease over, is not a joke, Jimmy. Head on over to drpotion.com slash all access. <laughs> oh, I haven't even told you yet what happened. What? Did you lose another tooth? No. Because I'm not the only one that has teeth problems. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Candied Walnut in his salad breaking his teeth apart. What happened? No. I can only share it on a Banter of Truth one, honestly. Okay, we'll have to, we'll have to save right. it. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to register, head on over to drpotion.com slash all access. And get the Banter Truth, then you hear about Jimmy's thing. Later. Later.